Tonight, we have a very special broadcast. This is a friend of Medjugorje from December the 11th, 2021. He spoke to the pilgrims gathered here at Caritas during the annual five days of prayer. We're always excited to be able to present these to you because when a friend of Medjugorje is able to be with the people, the dynamics of what Our Lady gives him is always very strong. And so what you will be hearing tonight from a friend of Medjugorje will be coming to us from this encounter. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. Got it safe to say been a tough year The hardest one we've ever seen The world has never cried so many tears Or had so many broken dreams We've got some bad things going on around us Killing each other senselessly It seems we've learned to hate instead of love I guess what I'm really trying to say We need you Get the ground 
So when we celebrate this Christmas I hope you'll forgive us all somehow And as our children open presents I'll be praying for them loud They need you Has it been a tough year for you, for the whole world? We see it. What would we do if our lady had not appeared? And we have to go through the periods that we're going right now. We wouldn't make it. She's here for something serious. It's not just something nice, but to train us and prepare for us a new world. She literally has told us that I am bringing you into a new time. And yet, even those who follow her messages or words have not grasped that completely. Changing your life, your direction. You can't continue to do what you're doing right now. Yes, it's difficult to change things because we're dragged along with the ways of the culture and it's very difficult to be counterculture. And that's why God is sending his best from heaven, the star, the brightest creature in heaven outside the Trinity. We're going to look back on these days when the secrets happened like it was surreal, like I said yesterday. The moments we're living, you have to be busy. There's no time to be slacking back and think I do this and continue with the world because it's not going to work. Our Lady has given to us many things, beautiful. Forty years, do you believe that we have 40 births from 1981 to now? Baby Jesus probably four or five, six years ago, if you remember, Maria was shocked when baby Jesus lifted his head up and said, with authority, live my commandments. She said it was a child's voice, but with authority. All of us were shocked. Maria was shocked. She didn't expect that. Our Lady is doing everything to shake us to change our hearts because the heart we have now has been given to us by the education system, the government, our greed, money, our things. We have to shed everything. What we do keep, we are to glorify God with it. And if you can't glorify God with it, throw it away. Because it's distancing you from God. Our lady said February 2nd, 2020. This is how you start. Fold your hands and look at the cross in silence. She's not saying praying. She's not saying go do a rosary. She says, go before the cross and just sit there with your hands folded. 
Jesus will do the rest. Fold your hands and look at the cross in the silence. In this way, you are drawing faith. What does that mean? A pencil, you're drawing something? It can't mean anything else. It says, when you stare at Jesus on the cross and you're just silent and you're blank and you're getting rid of all your thoughts, you're drawing faith. It's an amazing thing. That's supernatural. Something happened in front of you, in front of the cross. That cross down in the cross chapel. There was a guy, I wrote an article about the cross. This is before Maria came. And he says, I want to make you a cross. I says, you make crosses? He says, I only made one. I says, you're going to make me a cross? He says, I really want to make you a real cross. I said, okay, I'm going to give you Catherine Emmerich's version of the passion and what the cross looked like. I'm sending you that book, and you read that, and you pray, and you make one. And that's what came out. That was on a balcony. Those of you who praised to Jesus, that balcony that was up there, I had no place to put it. There was no tabernacle. Our Lady braced that cross. So you go down there and you sit there and you don't say nothing, don't talk, don't ask for anything. Just look at that cross. There was a teenager in the beginning days. She came before it. She dropped to her knees. She did this. I had no idea it was like this. This isn't just a cross. The one in the bedroom is just not just a cross. These have been touched supernaturally. Three months for that cross downstairs, and then many, many times over the bed. So don't think you have to have a formula. Where do I start? You just shut your mouth, your heart, and open it. Take these words as gold at full 100% truth. My children, fold your hands and look at the cross in silence. In this way, you are drawing faith to be able to transmit. Transmit what? To be able to transmit, you are drawing truth. We don't have truth in the culture today. Our ladies gave the map for it, and you don't hear it. And there's a purpose for that. Because everything's so tainted. So we have the virgin come down, giving us a new virgin language. You are drawing faith to be able to transmit it, and you are drawing truth to be able to discern. That's the big word. Discernment. We've got a lot of discernment to do. A lot of decisions to make. Find the truth. What is truth? How does it come to us? Through the cross. Not dialogue. The devil wants you to talk. That's what we hear the political. Let's dialogue because they want you to go to their way. Don't dialogue. Eve, don't talk to the devil. Because once you start talking to the devil, you listen to it, he's going to win. Always. Silence on the cross. You are drawing truth to be able to discern. You are drawing love, and you may know to love truly. Look at the cross. Is that not powerful? Is that not profound? We're looking for these formulas and going to these retreats and all this stuff, and it's right there in front of your home. It's got power. Those words have something in them that will give something, a supernatural grace to come to you. September 2nd, 2015. My dear apostles of love, my carriers of truth. So once you get that from the cross, you got the truth, you got the discernment, you are to carry out truth, even if it hurts you, even if it divides your family, even if you get isolated by yourself, you cannot back down from truth once you've seen it and learned it and discerned it. Forty years, she's been feeding us truth. And after apparitions, that's not go away. This is what we're going to have to have to fight the prodigies of Satan and what he's going to bring back 
what she's crushing. In the same date, uh, September 2nd, I will teach you truth that you may know how to discern. There it goes again. She wants you to discern. She wants you to critically look at everything and see is something off the kilt that will leave us on the wrong track. So through discernment, you believe. And you can't have your heart open to the graces that our lady wants to give you, the truth, the discern, if you don't believe. Do you really believe our lady's giving messages for the whole world, every person, to change the direction of the world? Or do you believe we're going to go back to our normal? No what our normal is for the last four decades. It's not going to happen. You know that. You're not ready for that. But our lady's bringing to us 40 times baby Jesus. And all we have to do is live the commandments. Yet we know John Paul went to confession every single day. We all break the commandments. In the book of James, it says that if you break one commandment, you break all ten. Why? Because the first one says, love God above everything. And if you did, you wouldn't break them. So when you do something, you say, well, I don't kill nobody. You do if you slander their repetition. You put them down. That's biblical. We all break all the Ten Commandments. To keep the commandments is not that we won't break them. It's that we know we broke them and we confess. We have to go minimally to confession every month. And you need to start telling everybody that. You have to do that. John Paul went every day to confession. Father Ken Roberts says when he was alive, he died a couple years ago. He says when I went to a convent to listen to the sins, that it's like listening to their sins has been nibbling to death by a duck. No matter where you are, we are fallen creatures without Our Lady. So Our Lady wants us to have the heart of the children, the innocence of kids. And to have that, you have to believe all this. If the flowers can find their way up through the fallen snow, and if the icy Christmas wind can find the strength to blow If the stars deep in the dark can find the light to glow Then even on my darkest day I too can find the hope So I will open up my heart Like a kid on Christmas Eve When the dreams are as real as the lights up on the tree choose to look for is what you're gonna see so if only for tonight
I will open up my heart like a kid on Christmas Eve when the dreams are as real as the lights up on the tree. And what you choose to look for is what you're gonna see. So if only for tonight. When you wish upon a star, it won't always come true. When your heart is broken, it's a chance to start anew. When Maria was here, there was a lot of ifs. They didn't know if her kidney was going to match her brothers. And then from there, the next and the next things. And I realized, would Our Lady be here for Christmas? And I prayed and I wished to Our Lady. But Maria wanted to go back to tell her mother and the parish what she was going to do while Andrea and her brother stayed here. And it was if when she was going to go, and she wanted to be home for Christmas. And I told Mary, I don't care what she thinks, keep her here. <laughs> and I prayed, and I wished to that star, that star of heaven. And as that all happened, we got closer to Christmas, the dates were set for her to go back home for five or six days and come back. And we got baby Jesus. I can't tell you what that felt. In the anticipation of knowing what was going on, that baby Jesus was going to be in our house. It was more than surreal. You can't get your head around that. Because I already knew enough by that time with Maria how real her apparitions are that any of the apparitions she has, she can reach up and touch Our Lady, and it's physical. But Our Lady wants you to pray that way. Wish upon the star. That's who she is. Our Lady's teachings, again, through her messages. November 2nd, 2012, she appeared in Mariana, and she says, Our Lady was decisive. Maria is like that. Our Lady's not, I don't know. You're the apostle. You're the ones being chosen to rebuild the church. But you got to be able to learn discernment. And you got to be super witness. And you can't take bright times from that. If you fail, go to confession. But you have a heavy weight on your shoulders because you are the witnesses to the world. And we're only a drop. With Even though 40 million, maybe 50 million people have gone to Medjugorje over 40 years, we still are a speck to seven and a half billion people that's going to want to know who this woman is and what's it about. So our lady said, decisively, I am praying that you may discern everything around you. Not some of the things around you. Every single thing. She wants you to discern through prayer. I am praying that you may discern everything around you in according to God's truth. There it comes again. You got to get it to the cross. You got to get the truth. You got the discernment. And so then you know what's God's truth. Around you according to God's truth and to strongly resist everything that wants to distance you from my son. Make a list when you go home of the things that you have to discern. Go look at the cross. Don't say nothing. Just be blank. Just open your heart and start listening. What is distancing you from God? And don't think, well, I do my things. I go confession. No, there's things in our life that we're not even aware. We don't even know those things. You can only find them through discernment. Our Lady is the star. She has said in her messages, I wish for you this or whatever. So she has wishes because it's your free conscience, your freedom to sin, your free will. You have to check all these things. So she wants us, her wish for you, to discern and see these things and purify yourself 
and purify everybody around you. She's told us on Christmas Day, most souls go to heaven. Not on the All Souls Day. It's Christmas Day. That's where I want to die one minute before midnight. Get that purgatory quick. Christmas Day is here The ones I love are near Gold and silver ribbons Gifts are being given Sound of children's laughter Garland on the rafter For all the prayers I've prayed I'm home on Christmas Day into as far as going this Christmas. What's on your heart? What's your condition? Where you are at this point? How do you discern things? What do you want to get rid of? The best Christmas present that you can get is ask Our Lady to purify your heart. It's not pleasant, but it's consoling. You can feel heaven. You can long for heaven. You've heard Visca, her words, if you've been following Medjugorje, she said that if you live the messages, you will not feel the passage from this life to the next. So many people are tortured the way they die. Some see in the fires of hell before they die. There's stories right there. So our lady is doing everything to reach you. This is the 40th Christmas, we won't have this back again. What's going to unfold after this? We don't know. There's a percentage of March 18th something may happen. We know that because through common sense and logic, and Mariana said that her birthday, the annual apparition on March 18th, has nothing to do with her birthday. Maria has received salutations on her birthday. I asked her, what does a lady do for you? She said, one time she kissed me on the cheek. I said, what did it feel like, Maria? She said, I can't tell you. I says, if you had to explain it, how would you explain it? She says, it went through me, through my whole body. I felt everything. I never wanted to wash my face. I said, what is our lady's voice really sound like? She said, I can't tell you. I said, well, if you had to tell me, how would you explain it? And she said, that is nothing of this world. It's musical. I said, when you hear it, what do you feel? She says, when she says the word, 
the word is alive. I feel it in me, all the way in my whole body. And that's why she cries. Sometimes when she gets a message, she writes it down. She says, this is not what Arlene said. Because she's in another level of reality that we can't enter into unless we sit in front of the cross. So Maria has experiences. And here it is, the 40th anniversary. And where are we going to be? We don't know. But one thing you want to be where you should be is what our lady is telling you to be. Having an open heart. You can't accept Christmas if you don't have that. Most of us, as the song says, caught in the rush of the noise, follow the light of your smile, and I heard the songs for your voice. And we miss by these glitters often when something bigger is there for us. About how we've done Christmas and how we experienced it, and traditionally, whatever. But we've even lost the tradition. Our Lady said, coming back from the last message, strongly resist everything that wants to distance you from my son. On May 2nd, 2009, Lady says, you are rejecting me. Is the atheist a senator? Is the non-believers, the agnostics? No, the people are listening to it. You are rejecting me. You are permitting sin to overcome you more and more. Can you imagine for 2009 to what now, what's happened? Light years. And much of the discernment we have, we don't even see the sin that we do anymore. You know, in the school, the nuns taught that it was a sin to waste time. You older people know that. And we waste a lot of time, too much talking, too much cell phones, too much computers, all the stuff that we do. It's a waste of time, really. And you can't even call somebody. When we call vendors and they pick up the cell phone, they want to text you. Nobody's talking to each other, but they're talking all the time. May 2nd, 2009, you are permitting sin to overcome you more and more. You are permitting it to master you. And here they just told us, they, and you got to think of who is they, want to put you in chains. Permitting it to master you and to take away your power of discernment. You're so busy, multitasking, so many things going in your life. Weakens discernment. My poor children, look around you and look at the signs of the times. Do you think that you can do without God's blessing? We need you, God. The first song. We need him more than ever in the history of the world. What about Noah? Well, they didn't have redemption. They didn't have the Christ. What about throughout the 2,000 years of Christianity? We've never had the situation we have right now. Never. They couldn't control you. You could rebel against them in a lot of ways. But you, if they decide to turn the switch on and they're doing it right now with the vaccinations and all this stuff and where you can go, where you can't go, literally, you see revelations. And it's astounding to me that not a bishop is talking about that, or even really a priest. But you've been following her lady. And you know that. If you don't know that, you hadn't been into the message of praying. We are in the system of the Antichrist. But before he becomes incarnate and a living man, the woman is going to crush him. And he crushes him because if he can't have a system, he can't rule. And she's going to crush the system. It's going to go away. We don't know how much suffering we're going to have with this, but how many people are already dying all over the place? Through genocide, through vaccinations, and all this kind of stuff. You are permitting it to master you and take away your discernment. January 25th, 1993, Ali says, May every hatred and jealousy... See, jealousy is very dangerous. Very dangerous. Because it leads back to hatred. I wrote a thing about five stages, what that happens, how it goes. What's the name of the book? Judging. What'd she say? Okay, you heard that, then I'll say it to you. (laughs) 
May every hatred and jealousy disappear from your life and your thoughts. You don't have to carry out a sins. See, the Muslims, if they commit a sin physically, then they see it's a sin because they got the Ten Commandments. Do you all know that? The Jews, the Christians, and the Muslims have the same Ten Commandments. But the difference with the Muslims is they think it's okay to be in the heart. They break it when they actually physically do it. Christianity is different. If you have it in the heart, you've committed the same sin that you're entertained to. You want to kill somebody? You want to steal something? I wish I had that. I want to cover up my neighbor's things. I'm jealous of what they're doing. You're stealing. Ali shows that. May every hatred and jealousy disappear from your life and your thoughts. Why? Because once you get thoughts there, then you eventually, if you don't stop that, it materializes. Your thoughts for your neighbor. Thus, only thus shall you be able to discern. Goes back there again. If you have hatred and jealousy, you are not going to be able to discern. And you're going to be lost. Thus, well, this is double. Thus, you shall be able to discern. That's not what she says. She says thus twice. She wants you to have no mistake of what she's saying. Thus, only thus, shall you be able to discern the signs of the times. We've got Christians going, everything okay. Yeah, this things are terrible right now. We hate this, but, but you know, but they don't know what's going on in the signs of the times. She said, the signs of this time. I guide you into a new time. That's a radical change in the world. As she says those words, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words. I guide you into a new time. Are you ready to go into that? Are you preparing yourself for it? Not to save yourself. To be ready to accept the new time that comes, you're going to be living differently. It has to be. Otherwise, if we're just doing what we've been doing, it's not new time. And then she says, into a new time, a time which God gives you as a grace so that you may get to know him more. When do you know God the most? Your spouse is dying, your children, what's happened? You lost your job, whatever. That's why we save the proverbial. There's no atheist in the foxhole when they got bullets flying right over the head. You're talking to somebody. November 7th, 1985. I am calling you to love of neighbor and love towards one from who evil comes to you. I didn't want Hitler, if I lived at that time, to go to hell. I don't want nobody to go to hell. I've heard people, I heard Christians say they deserve hell. Yaakov, we have pressed him over and over about what hell was when he went there. He says, I will not say anything about it. The only thing I'm going to tell you is that you will not want your most vehement enemy of you to go to hell. That's something to say. No matter what something's happened to you, somebody's done it, you've got to pray for that person not to go to hell. You've got to forgive them. No matter how bad the scar is, how deep it is, how much damage it is, you have to want that person into heaven. And if you don't, we talked about that yesterday, if you don't forgive, you will not be forgiven and you will go to hell. How can I judge somebody going to hell? I'm not. I just know what the Bible talks about. I know what it's talking about because that's the greatest sin in the end. Because Jesus, all your faults, he forgave that and you won't forgive that. And he did it for all these people. The civilization from Adam to the end of the last man born. You have to get this out of you. You have to purge it out of you. I am calling you to love of neighbor and love towards one who evil comes to you. In that way, you will be able to 
discern the intentions of hearts. The more I got into the messages, the more I prayed, the more I fast, the more I sacrificed, the more I know people's intentions. People say, well, they're going to do this. I said, no, this is not their intentions. This is what their agenda is. You can see that. You can read it. By love, you are able to do even that which thinks is impossible. Our lady said on December 27th, 1984, this Christmas, this is 1984, something's happening in the village. They're not aware of it. Our lady was getting the praise so they could be aware of it and see it. And so she comes two days after Christmas and says, This Christmas, Satan wanted in a special way to spoil God's plans. You, dear children, have discerned Satan even on Christmas Day itself. He had a plan. We don't know what it was. We don't know what happened. But for that news come from heaven, it's a real witness that we discern things that Satan is very active in on Christmas. It could be because just in your heart, feeling sorry for yourselves, whatever other sorrows you may have. A lot of people have decisions and, and you don't have choices and things are open and you can't get to it. You get crossroads. What do you do this or you do that? How can you find the way? It's difficult. Our Lady said, September 2nd, 2016, my life was pain, silence, and immeasurable faith and trust in the Heavenly Father. Our Lady had pain, silence, immeasurable faith and trust. No matter what the answer was for her, she had immeasurable faith and trust in the Heavenly Father. And that's what she wants you to do. Your decisions, no matter how it is, walking off the plank, going off a cliff, whatever, you accept it. She accepted in her life. My life was pain. She didn't say some of it, parts of it. My life was pain. Silence and immeasurable faith and trust in the Heavenly Father. And you know what she says at this? She says, nothing is by chance. We've never had that infallibly told to us as a truth. And if she says nothing, there's nothing that happens to you, nothing in the world is by chance. It happened because it's supposed to happen. Neither pain, nor joy, nor suffering, nor love. And you know what she calls this? These are graces which my son grants to you to lead you to eternal life. Some of you here need to suffer. Some of you here need to have joy in your heart. Some of you have to suffer to get to that point. Some of that has to happen to bring you to the joy and to love. So this is really important. My children and your earthly life be led by my example. My life was pain, silence, and immeasurable faith and trust in the Heavenly Father. Nothing is by chance. Nothing is by chance. Nothing is by chance. You walk out here and break your leg, there's a purpose. There's a reason for that. Say an 87-year-old woman gets killed in a car wreck. Live your whole life and you get killed in a car wreck? That's supposed to happen? Nothing is by chance, neither pain or joy, nor suffering, nor love. All these are graces. Last night, over 100 people, just in Kentucky, is dead. Not by chance. It's hard for us to understand that. How many families right here at Christmas just lost their loved ones? Think about that. And you say, God allowed that? It doesn't make sense. But it's not by chance. There's a purpose to it. 
How many people are going to get converted? What takes place with that? All these are graces which my son grants to you, which lead you to eternal life. That's the purpose. Good, bad, and the ugly. What if you're an 87-year-old woman sitting in a stop sign and comes up in a car and crashes into a killer? Would you have doubts there? Why would God do that? What's the purpose for that? We got a lady named Esther Mary Laranger. Almost a year ago, January 6th, she's at a stop sign. A car hits another car, goes in her car, kills her instantly. What do you think your family would think? They were a tight family. We know this story because she had us in her will. A few days before she died, she had related to all her family, to all the children. She went to them a few days before. That she had tried to follow God's path for her, and she felt she had done everything he had asked for her. Therefore, she was ready to go, she told them. Therefore, she was ready to go to God, take her. So they probably think she's going to have a heart attack. Maybe she's just going to die. And something violent like that. You know where she just came from? Holy Mass. Many of you probably know her because she's been here many times. She went to Medjugorje with us. Nothing's by chance. She says, I'm ready, God. I'm going to Mass. And this reckless guy comes in there with purpose that she's from one second to the next into heaven. Amazing. An amazing, amazing thing. Very beautiful. You have been listening to A Friend of Medjugorje from December the 11th, 2021. We've heard a lot in the course of the broadcast tonight. And these encounters always strengthen us, even us who live here. We're always strengthened by his words. And so to conclude, again, here is a friend of Medjugorje from December 11th, 2021. So sometimes we can question things and we can wonder why God allowed that. You may have to pray to find out why. But God will show you. It may take you years to understand it. I want to give you two books you take home. The Christmas gift, you may have read it, read it again. It's about why do you not love yourself? Harboring anger and resentment. It's all about forgiveness. And both of them are related to each other. And if both of you have spouses, have it, get your own book. So you have it. And go into this book. And do what it says to do for Christmas. Renew, return to God in a special way. And so we end this because we want to have, like when you're kids, you, you can't wait for Christmas. So what we want to do today is have real Christmas a little bit early. Those of you who have been here, you know the Christmas you feel. And while our weather is not perfect, it wasn't perfect when Joseph and Mary went to Bethlehem. That said, contemplate this song, and we'll go from there.
silent in front of the cross and ask before you go in there because you want to be silent that I want to open my heart to Christmas and to what you have to teach me and show me. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.